Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 I am, of course, your host, Mark Kuznez, and you know what, I've, I've been thinking a lot about uh, the site in general, and things these past few days, ways of... That's uh, some great ass silence right there. But ways of getting and making episodes of Attack the Backlog more frequently, getting them done on a quicker basis, being able to turn them around faster and all that jazz. Basically, what I just said, saying it over and over again. <laughs> Not doing that, because uh, I just said the same thing fucking three times in a row or whatever in slightly different ways but I've been thinking about Attack the Backlog this in particular uh, Attack the Backlog in particular and how I could go about making episodes faster and what I've come to the conclusion I have arrived at is that I'm going to focus less on the video side of things. That isn't me saying I'm not going to do the video, but that I am not going to spend as much time on the editing process because in the grand scheme of things, I am far from a great editor, video editor. And the videos I put out, as proud of them as I am, they are nowhere near as good as the best that is out there. And where I think my strengths lie and where I think the, the audience or what I think the audience, what I assume the audience comes to my content or why they come to my content, what they enjoy, uh, really, uh, mostly, is my personality and my writing. The dumb joke making that I am very good at. I am very good at writing awful, awful, awful jokes that you could argue are not even jokes. But I think that is my strength. I, I did graduate, of course, or not, of course, but I, I've talked about it. I, I have a degree in writing. I don't have a degree in video editing. I don't have a degree in audio editing. I don't have a degree in any kind of engineering or technical aspect. I have a degree in writing, specifically fiction writing. So I, I've got a degree in bullshit. It's very weird. They, I think, Columbia, where I graduated from, I think after my year, they got rid of the fiction writing degree and lumped everything into a creative writing degree, which makes a lot more sense because fiction writing is very, very specific. It is a very specific degree. And usually it's at most schools, most colleges, I believe it is a creative writing degree. So it makes sense that they would remove that uh, and just 
create this all-encompassing writing degree. But I, I think that's where my strength is. I think people would uh, agree with that. And it only makes sense. It's also such a stupid, obvious thing to say that I think why people enjoy consuming my content, those who do enjoy consuming it, is because of my personality. Every content creator is a personality, a fucking personality. Like, all the content we consume in this, in this space, whether it's podcasts or video content on YouTube, streamers, it's all personality driven. You're watching someone on Twitch. Yes, you will likely enjoy the games they're playing, but you will also watch somebody play a game you don't really care about if you enjoy watching them, if you enjoy hearing them talk about this, that, or whatever. Because ultimately, all of this crap is personality. First, video, whatever, content, etc. Second. And so, putting my focus, prioritizing that side of things... Making it so I'm always, I'm just writing these good scripts and then I am not busting my ass and spending so much time working on the video that I am unable to produce content at a frequent basis. And I say that as someone, or I say that having never missed an Attack the Backlog release. I have put out episodes for four years or so now, and they have come out every other weekend, every other Sunday, without fault. I have thrown in some Second Runs episodes in there, but there's always been an episode every other week. And (laughs) so it's not that I have been unable to produce content. I, I had a huge backlog or, or a build-up, a collection, a bank, whatever, of episodes that allowed me to take a lot of time for myself this past year and so on. But that well has dried up, and I don't have much in there anymore. So I'd like to build that up again, one, but I'd also like to produce content on a regular basis and be able to turn around things and have things come out more so around the time when I actually play them and not have things where it's me playing the game, doing everything, and then you you don't see that, that content for months and months and months, potentially. And this would potentially give me the, the opportunity to work on other projects to actually release second runs or, or to to give a fair amount of time to second rounds uh, second rounds second runs as well and then maybe explore these other ideas I've had 
and would like to pursue and give a shot to. Maybe return to the anime show. Have that exist on it. Like, it's just... I want to get to a place where I am creating content on a regular basis and it's content I enjoy that is coming out of me uh, uh, coming out of me in a way that I am never what I don't want is to dread the creative aspect of it all and to have parts of things where I am dragging my feet or taking my time and and letting things wait until the last minute because I'm not looking forward to it. And to some extent, but a lot of this has to do with the current events and especially the, the, the stuff I've gone through recently with my dad and everything. That has not helped things at all. Um, but it's been hard finding the motivation to work on Tat the Backlog as of late, which is why my once thriving well is now a few buckets worth. So that is, I, I don't know how well any of that came across. Right at the beginning of the show, when I had that moment of silence. And this is not a moment of silence. I mean, right when that happened, I immediately thought I should, I should hit stop and go and restart the show. But we're just, we're just going with it. Because, you know, that's what this is all about. Also, I've realized, like, my hair, I don't, see, the thing about hair and presentation and appearance and all that is that I, I have no idea what I'm doing. So, especially with hair and my hair, I don't know where my hairline is. I don't know where I'm supposed to actually part my hair or anything and how I'm supposed to comb it or just do this. It's like, wh how, what, how does it work? I don't know. Wigging out with RPO. I just, I just referenced kind of funny and I feel awful about it. Oh my God. But I mean, what can I say? I've watched them kind of funny recently because I I rank I I use my my way of rating a show's quality that I, I may check out is would I rather watch kind of funny? And if the answer is yes, then I do not like the show I'm rating on that scale. But yeah, that's what I want to do. With the Tactic Backlog as well, you may see a lot of similar content coming out soon because I really want to check out some of these games as a service games that are shutting down and put out episodes for them. So I want to play the 
campaign from Crossfire X. Because I, I wanted, I've wanted to play that for a long time. I don't know if they're going to make the second campaign available for free or for cheap. Because currently it's only available as part of the Ultimate Edition bundle. Which also I don't believe you can purchase on Xbox right now. It's, it's all weird. But the, the first campaign, Catalyst, is part of Game Pass until the 17th. It's it's going to be gone from Game Pass shortly. And I don't remember if I own it or not, if I did buy it at some point. But either way, I want to, I want to get through that. And then I do want to check out Rumbleverse. And... Maybe Knockout City? I think Knockout City has a longer life. And so does Rumbleverse, comparatively, at least, to Catalyst. <laughs> Which, uh, is going to be gone. It's so frustrating. I, 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 I worry. I don't even worry. I just think about that day when Apex Legends die dies. And I think about the money I put into that game and how it's just all for nothing at that point. It's like, huh. why did I do that? But I enjoy it now. I enjoy it in the now. I enjoy supporting the game. My only frustration really with all these types of games is that I wish because you have something like Fortnite which I believe implements bots when you first start playing or whatever mixes them in so that you can kind of feel better about yourself. And with Apex you have the the specters or whatever that exist in those those one structures on is it is it Olympus that has them but in Titanfall they had the the multiplayer where the AI was a part of it just just give me fucking bot play that's the one that's one of the few things I've always really liked and appreciated about <laughs> like one it's like a huge hair that is just hanging out uh, one of the things I've really appreciated about Call of Duty all these years is that you can play the multiplayer against bots. So that even if the servers went down, the game is dead, but you really like the multiplayer, you can still play against bots. It's not the same, of course, no. But it still allows you to play the game. I guess they're adding Team Deathmatch Apex Legends as well. But those are the games in the immediate future I want to get through before they're dead dead to experience or attack the backlog so that's that's the thing that's going to be happening yeah this is a weird show kind of just there's just a bit of meandering to start everything off and then I don't know I'll talk about a few games and then I'll end it I got Patreon questions I believe Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> anyway, in terms of what I've been watching or anything of that ilk, 
nothing really super interesting to report. Still continuing with Farscape and Voyager. I'm almost through season two of Voyager. And I believe, I feel confident that with Voyager, no one actually likes Voyager. Not even Star Trek fans. None of them actually like Voyager. We all, depending on how open we are, how willing we are to crap and whatnot, how devoted we are to the Trek universe, how easy we are pleased, etc. We all, after a certain point, that varies from person to person. For me, it happened maybe around halfway through season two. We just get to a part. We get to a point where we become complacent with what Voyager is and what it has to offer, which is nothing new or unique or additive to the Star Trek universe and Star Trek whatnot. We just accept it for what it is. And then we go along for the ride for the rest of the, the, the series. Because that's where I am. I I don't like it exactly, but I don't hate it anymore. It It's fine. It just it is. It exists. I think I may have said this in the last episode or something on those lines. But that's basically that's Voyager. And I, I don't feel like that's going to change. There's some really bad episodes. These last few ones. But... Uh, Yep. I did watch Geostorm, and that movie's amazing. That movie's amazing. It's so much fun. It's so stupid. The thing that I'm not even going to talk about it, other than to say why it's amazing is because it's incredibly stupid, and it's equal parts disaster movie and political conspiracy thriller, like dumb nonsense. Like, it's so stupid. I love it. It was great. Highly recommended. If you have HBO, check it out. I'm still on the fence as to whether or not I even want to bother with The Last of Us. I'm sure it's very, very good. But since I won't be watching with my father now, I'm like, eh, do I want to watch it myself? And the borderline almost hyperbole revolving around the third episode makes me hesitant as well. Because whenever I, I have a very negative jerky reaction to praise to unabashed praise to universal praise where whenever I see a lot of love for something or a lot of strong love for something my immediate my immediate thought is the fuck's wrong with all you people what are you on about huh 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 calm down Calm down. Because I, I I don't know if I ever am that way. I'm probably that way and I'm being very hypocritical at this point. But I feel like I'm never... Oh my god, this is the most amazing thing ever. This is so freaking good. This is just... This is, this is just and I, I always try to make sure that it's, it's always noted when I talk about anything that I like. That it's me liking it and or me saying it's good to me but not just blanketly good 
But what I've been playing, uh, playing a bit of Raiden 4 Cross Mikado Remix, which I think is how you pronounce that title. I always, whenever I see a lowercase x, like, is it cross? Do they not want, do they want me to ignore it? But there's a space between it, so I think it would be cross. And I'm guessing it's a cross thing or whatever. But Raiden is a fairly prominent and I'd say prolific vertical scrolling shmup. And I know it's vertical scrolling because I came to the conclusion or the, I came to the realization that, or more accurately, I found out a way to always remember what is a vertical and what is horizontal. And the way I figured this detail out or, or what I am doing in my head to remember is when athletes are doing all their shit at their various combines to show off their skills, their athleticism, one of the things that people always test is one's vertical jump. And I'm like, oh, what's, what's the vertical? And you know what that means? Up, down, up, down. So vertical is when you're, you know, scrolling up. And horizontal would be left to right or right to left, but usually left to right. So that's 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 how I'm going to remember from now on. So all that fun jazz out of the way. Raiden is a vertical scrolling shmup series that I fucking adore and this is fantastic. This is just so, so good. It, it includes your, your regular arcade mode. And then it has an overcharge mode, I believe. It's called where they introduce a few new levels and change up the scoring method where after defeating certain enemies, you keep shooting them to build up the over, the overpower, the overleveling of them, and then you collect that for point bonuses. And it's, the thing I love about the Raiden series is that it's just a classic shmup, and they've never alleviated from that very traditional, original setup. It is very much so a bullet hell shmup the bullets are the thing you have to pay attention to and the things you have to avoid one of the things i hate about a lot of modern shmups is that in addition to worrying about enemy projectiles you have to worry about the environment whether it be debris or walls building structures etc and why I don't like this is because, one, worrying about the bullets is enough. If, if you design your game well enough and, and you make it challenging, like having to navigate the space and weave through the path of the bullets, that's more than enough. Okay? You don't need more shit. And then a lot of games, because of their, their, their art... Their aesthetic, their visual style, their their visual quality. They don't always, and many don't, do a great job of differentiating between what is a part of the background 
and what is a part of the environment that if you touch you will explode and that becomes frustrating I think I, I talked about this a few episodes or so ago with some game where I died a few times the first run because I I didn't know why because I just I ran into a part of the environment and I didn't know that that was something that would hurt me because it wasn't super clear visually. And so that's not something you have to worry about in riding. You just worry about the bullets. And there, there can be a lot at times. Like I said, this is very much a bullet hell game, a bullet hell series. And it can be very overwhelming and very overstimulating when you have so many bullets coming at you and then also the the power-ups being dropped by enemies at the same time and the little point orbs that are dropped and there could just be so much stuff on screen that you can at times be unsure of what is something you can touch and what you can't is it is it a bullet is it a is it a point thing i don't know let's just let's just see see what happens but i love it and i also it does one of the things I love in shmups where you have a certain amount of continues your first run, but as you play more and more and do better and just continue to play and put time into the game, you unlock more credits so that you can progress further, so on and so forth. So it encourages replaying it, and it makes it so that if I have a bad run or whatever I still feel like I have like it wasn't all for nothing because I've put time into the game which is going towards unlocking this that or what like it, it, it always feels like no matter how a run goes what's happening you're not wasting your time the music is fantastic as well great 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 music and you can you can save your replays after you've finished uh, a, a game, and what I love doing with those is you can speed them up to 16 times. You can't you can't save your replays and go back and change the way they are like you can some of the collections, the classic game collections that allow you to watch other people's replays and then jump in at any point. You can't do that with these. These are just strictly replays. But you can go up to 16 times the speed. And watch watching the levels play out in that super speed is amusing. But if you're... The thing, too, though, really, ultimately, with this game is that... If you're a fan of shmups, you no doubt already know this game exists. If you're a fan of shmups, you're a fan of this series. If you're a fan of shmups... You already know you're going to be getting this game. So who am I really talking to when I'm talking about this game? I don't know. Am I talking to you? I'm not sure how much this game costs, but I, I like it. There are a good amount of modes in it, but it's it's just the same thing. The, the modes will be a little bit different, but it's all right and forth. They're all, you know, it's all based on right and forth. So that is what it is, which is a... Uh, uh, 360 game probably came out on other platforms as well but I have it on the 360 
I think there was a Raiden 5 on one. But this is again Raiden 4 across the cattle remix. Very, very good. I like it quite a bit. And then the other game I dabbled a bit with is RoboQuest, which is an early access game, part of the Xbox preview program. I'm not sure if it's on any other console platforms. But this is a first-person roguelite where you play a robot. And it's scratching that same itch as Gunfire Reborn trash while being different enough from it. Where Gunfire Reborn was very tight and had you going through these very small levels that were broken up into a handful of rooms and then you would move on to the next area. The the area in RoboQuest's levels are, are much bigger and are more open, allowing you to take various paths. Like, You'll, you'll get to uh, 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 not they're not even rooms they're areas and they'll have multiple paths you can take and then they might lead to a dead end where you have to go back and so on and so forth and it feels sort of like a, a smaller rendition of Returnal in terms of the map layout specifically but you're going through these levels Defeating enemies, getting wrenches to upgrade your base and your robot for future runs, fighting bosses, which are really, really cool. And I like that. One of my favorite things about the boss fights from the few I've played is that when you do damage to them, like the game is very, very pretty. It's It's got a, a cel-shaded aesthetic, and it looks really good. Lots and lots of color. But when you're fighting bosses specifically, every time you do damage... The colors removed from them and they go black and white for a very short period of time, a fraction of a second. But it looks awesome. It's reminiscent of old arcade games like beat em ups where they would flash red, but here they're they're flashing black and white. Cool effect. But I like the game. I like it. It's an it's an early access game, no achievements yet so that's how early access it is but being an early access game there is a lot of content there there's not a lot of enemy variety from what I've experienced in my short time with the game but it is also a game pass uh, it's on game pass so that, that is important to note but I like it the, the core is there and it's strong the gameplay is pretty solid it's a little bit looser than Gunfire Reborn, for example, and it'll take a bit of fiddling to find the right sensitivity, I'd say. I've, I found something that works relatively well for me because one of the things that was initially immediately a problem is that the, the vertical sensitivity was the same as the horizontal sensitivity which is big big no no I do not need to move up and down at the same sensitivity as left and right when like, no no do not like that so that was the first thing I changed but it, it runs well when you when you get 
the game to the sensitivity you like it feels pretty good you got a double jump which is always really nice the one thing is lacking i don't know if you get this or, or we'll be able to get it be an upgrade at some point and if not i would love it if they added it to the game there's no dashing and that is something i kept missing while playing the game and maybe it's because i, I while playing it because of how similar it is I kept thinking about Gunfire Reborn, which doesn't have a double jump, but has a dash. And if I had to pick one or the other, I'd, I'd like to have that dash. The dash, is it feels better. So I would love it if that is an eventual upgrade I can get or is added in the uh, future. But if you don't mind playing a game in early access... I would check it out. Uh, of course, if you have Xbox or PC Game Pass, I, mean, I think this is on PC as well. Worth uh, looking into. Doesn't it? Won't you know? Cost you nothing, and you might be pleasantly surprised. And then when you are pleasantly surprised, even though it's on Game Pass, you can buy it and support a developer who's working on the game while they're working on it, and continue to play it. So. Pretty good, pretty good stuff. They're the, it's a lot. I don't know how much bigger they're planning to make it or expand. How much more? There are a few things where it's like, okay, this is under construction. But it is a much bigger thing than Gunfire Reborn, where you were just upgrading your character. In this, you are upgrading your base, and you are upgrading. I think weapon. Like, there's a lot more stuff to fiddle around with. And it does have co-op as well. So, have, I haven't dabbled with that. But, I am very pleasantly surprised by it so far. Yeah, I, I like me my road games though, so. That's worth keeping in mind as well. That, that's pretty much it. As far as what I've been playing and whatnot. So let us check out the Patreon questions and call it a podcast <laughs> what the hell that was so from Enshi would you rather have sandpaper hands or only be able to eat food you've hunted and or gathered I'd, I'd have to go with the the food I've hunted or gathered one because just sandpaper hands seems like it would be an absolute nightmare because I I just think about how often I end up rubbing my eyes for this reason or that reason. And if not for that, I think I'd be fine with sandpaper hands. But because of that, I'm pretty sure I'd fucking destroy my eyes if I had sandpaper hands. So, I mean, when I think about what I eat, I eat vegetables, chicken, eggs, and oatmeal. So, and yogurt. That's a, That would be the biggest problem. I would need to have like a cow, I guess. I do drink milk, so... I have to get a cow, but the chicken thing, you got you have chickens, Angie. 
And it's just it. If you can raise chickens, anyone can raise chickens. Am I right? Because <laughs> you're fucking stupid. <laughs> What the hell was that? I kid, I kid, I kid. You're you're really smart. That that's not even me joking right there. You're a fucking incredibly intelligent human being. If anyone's stupid, I'm the stupid one. Especially compared to you. But yeah. You do have chickens and they lay a bunch of eggs, so there's that. How long, how long does it take to raise a chicken? How long does it how does it, how long does it take a chicken to go from chicken to full grown chicken that I could then kill and eat the chicken up? Shit. I eat salmon every day. I don't want to go fishing. But I don't want to rub my eyes with sandpaper eyes. I also I don't I don't exactly know how oats and oatmeal are, are Processed and gathered, so that could be more complicated than I want to deal with. And also, take it. I don't know. I ate a lot of oatmeal, and I don't know how big of a farm. It all sucks. Can I? Maybe I could just have sandpaper hands, but wear silicone gloves. We'll see. I mean, we won't see because this is this is just hypothetical. Now, from Jedi, are aliens or ghosts real? Aliens are one hundred percent real. Ghosts, fuck off. No. No one will ever be uh, be able to convince me that ghosts are real, but I think anyone who would say that aliens are not real is incredibly narcissistic and moronic and just the biggest dumb piece of shit in the world which i hope i hope to god you think aliens are real jedi and anyone listen i like just the the reason why if you're wondering why i said all that and you're confused i'm not the first person to say this but the idea that we are the only intelligent life in the universe in the galaxy whatever is insane how how in the vastness of space you know how huge space is it goes like it goes on further than we could ever fathom and to think that in all of that space literal space there is not another intelligent life form out there Get the fuck out of here. Even stupid life form. Like, it doesn't have to be intelligent to be an alien. Aliens can be stupid. You tell me there's not stupid alien life out there? Fuck off. Get out of here. There's at the very least stupid aliens out there. But I guarantee there are lots of smart aliens too. So I, I think that's unquestionable. I don't think there's any argument against the existence of aliens do I believe aliens have come to earth and abducted people and shoved things up their ass I, fuck, I know but I'm not going to say that, that hasn't happened 
but I have no reason to believe it has happened either. All I'm saying is aliens do exist, that there, there is, there are things out there. And to think that they're not, it's like whatever. But ghosts, apparitions, people after they die, hanging out, moving objects, making noise, solving their murder after their their hot making wife is whatever no that no I just why how huh and I would assume like my mom believes in ghosts I think every time she talks about ghosts, I'm like, God, just stop it. Stop it. And then last but not least, from Living Large, since they made a new Night Court that wasn't a reboot, rather a continuation of the original, which TV show would you like to see get the same treatment? I didn't actually think about this question. I saw it, and... That is, that is a tough one. I, I know they made a few movies about psych, post-psych. haven't watched them. But even if those didn't exist, I don't know if I would need more psych. The question comes down to, what is something I loved and would also want more of and not a reboot? I don't know. I don't know. I have pushing daisies. Because push... No, here. This is what I would want. Alright? Like, I love pushing daisies. I would love to have gotten an actual ending to that. And I would have loved to have gotten more of it. But... A show I fucking adored that lasted, what, nine episodes or something? It's very, very short. Keen Eddie. Keen Eddie was so good, and I would love to have gotten more of that. And I, I, I would love to get more of it right now with those people. Bring it back. Or anything with Park Valley. Bring back Human Target. That show's great as well. Give me more almost human. Or he's busy, you know, Carl Urban's busy with the boys now, so I'm not gonna get that. Give me some bring back the good guys. That could one hundred percent work. With the time that's passed. I'm now I'm just taking your question and looking at it as what's a show that was cancelled that I would like to see not cancelled? That's the way I interpreted your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's me cheating. But, uh... That's it, man. So, that'll that'll do it. Let's have the backlog. Get excited. There's episodes for The Punisher. And clone... No drone. A Slime Rancher. Punisher. And... 
Animal Crossing New Horizon. Those are ones that are in the bank, bank, bank. I still need to finish up the episodes or the, the videos for Punisher and, and Animal Crossing. But then in addition to those, I'll be doing, like I said, the Rumbleverse and Crossfire X and, and, and whatnot games. And then probably getting back to the ones I've been wanting to get to for a while now. So get excited. Fingers crossed. Get pumped that I maybe, you know, I'm able to pump out episodes on a more frequent basis that allow the, allows me to then move on and do second runs and shit like that. So uh, whatever, man. Whatever. That's going to do it for this year episode. Once again, I am Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to find all my links of import and whatnot, you can go over to pixelatedsausage.com slash PXS to find links to everywhere you want to be there. And if you enjoy being here and listening to this here show and uh, any of the shows I do and what have you, you can go over to patreon.com slash PXS to support me and my nonsense that away. With that said, that'll do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. For real, for real, for real. So, as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this year episode. And for now, adios, arrivederci. Bye! Go time, go daddy.